Yo, what's good, everybody? I want to thank you for tuning in to another Tyler Perry's Sisters Review, Season 3, Episode 8, entitled Little White Lies. Um, There were so many people who asked me what I thought about this episode, and in reality, this is exactly what I thought. I thought... <laughs> That's how I felt on the inside. I didn't think this episode was so boring for me and I was so uninterested in it. And normally when I would watch Sisters, you know what I'm saying, before Tyler just really made this show the debacle that it is now, I would be glued into my TV, glued in. Nobody better not call me, text me, want me to do nothing because it's not getting done. Why? Because I'm watching Sisters. Now, when I watched this show last night, I was literally on my phones the entire time. I was texting and all that. I was paying attention, but I just was not interested in it. It was such a boring episode. So um, normally I, I write notes. I do have some notes. It's really nothing on this paper. So y'all just pray with me and we going to, I'm going to give God the glory for what come out of this review because I honestly don't know what's going to happen. So um, yeah, here we go. Thank you for tuning in. It's your first time listening to one of my reviews. Don't hold it against me. Um, you know, make sure you like, share, and subscribe if that's what you're being led to. If not, just sit back and let's just discuss this episode that we all saw last night. And I'm sure that none of us probably really enjoyed. So it opens up in typical Tyler Perry fashion. Um, almost three minutes was wasted on Fatima and Andy going back and forth with pointless dialogue. Girl, you need to come home. Why? Just get here, Andy. You asking all of these questions. Just come home. Just tell me what's going on. Andy, get here now. Fatima, if I could have gotten there, I wouldn't have asked you to go. I know. But sis, you need to really get here. I think something's going on with Gary. Oh, Gary home? That, back and forth. Back. I was just like, I just bust out laughing when I was listening to it because I'm like, this is so typical. And it almost makes me feel like Tyler has nothing to write about. And he just repeats the same thing just in different ways. It's so utterly annoying so Aunt Andy finally gets home and clearly hears a woman moaning and I'm just like you know she barges into the the, the bathroom door like oh hell no nah. only to find Gary on the phone with his therapist <laughs> and I'm like pause Tyler you can kiss my entire ass okay because what you're not gonna do is play in our faces right now you know what I'm saying? I'm like, we all heard what the hell was going on. We heard the moaning from the man. We heard moaning from a woman, the groaning, the sexual sounds. And I'm just like, you can kiss my ass because I knew there had to be porn. Because when you listen to it carefully, you can, it, it, it sounds as if a man and a woman is kissing. So when Andy went into the bathroom, see, she wasn't like me. Um, bro, I need you to get up. Pull that shower curtain back. I said, Andy, you ain't you ain't look everywhere, sis. You didn't look everywhere. See, uh, uh, uh. you you can't leave nothing unturned when you're dealing with a psychopath like Gary. You need to make sure you need to look at every nook and cranny, sis, because you missed that shower curtain. I was like, what's behind the shower curtain? Is somebody behind the shower curtain? Because it was just too much. Even if it wasn't a woman there, we clearly know that it was porn that was being played, or it was that woman, Angela. Her is her name. Either she was moaning and groaning or it just, I'm just like, you know, you build up this anticipation, people trying to figure out what's going on. And even the the ridiculousness of, oh, I think Gary in there with, with, um, Aaron, I'm like, what the hell? 
Then the craziest one I heard was, oh, he in there with Karen. And I'm just like, you know what? I understand people not liking certain characters, but the it the utter bullshit that comes out of people's thoughts and mouths, just it it definitely I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I thought Fatima was gonna be our saving grace with this scene because if if no one else, Fatima heard in length the moaning and the groaning, and she allowed Andy to make her second guess herself after Andy talked to Gary. Oh, this is my therapist. I'm in the middle of a session. You know, this is what's going on. Say hi, Angela. And Angela was like, hi, Andy. I can't wait until we have a group session. I said, a what? A group session? Gary, what the hell are you? <laughs> Gary, what are you into? A group session? So a threesome? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I Listen, I don't trust Gary at all. I don't trust Gary at all, but I just could not believe that we all heard the same thing and Tyler is trying to flip it as if none of that stuff happened. This was a regular conversation. Even Andy told Fatima to come in her room to listen to Gary on the phone talking to Angela where it was like, yeah, get it out. Oh, she meant get it out, not let it out. I said, Fatima, you supposed to be the smart one in this group. You supposed to be the smart one out of you and Andy. Sis, what's going on? I was just disgusted. I was utterly, I was mad at everybody on this scene. Because I just felt like, what was the point? What was the purpose? It just made no sense. I, I <sighs> Y'all, pray my strength in the Lord. Because this show is irritating me because I really, really love this show when it first came out. And to see what is happening to it, it is like hurting my feelings because I'm like, what? How did we get here? How did we get here? Tyler, and honestly, Tyler messed this show up about um, three episodes. Um, there was like three episodes left of last season when he completely flipped the switch with Karen and Zach and that whole situation. And to me, it's been going downhill ever since then, like just to completely change these people's nature. It was just, I, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. So I'm going to just end these people seeing because I don't want to deal with them. But anyway, so uh, Fatima Lee, she apologizes to Andy for thinking, you know, that Gary was having sex with a woman. And um, so Gary comes out, he and Andy talk about how the therapist is helping him. And they're going to talk about, you know, what happened the night before, you know, that he couldn't perform or whatever. And, you know, he was just like, you know, small spaces tend to help me more. And I'm like, well, how long you been seeing this therapist? Because Andy and Gary have had sex since she has been intimate with Paris. So I'm not understanding why all of a sudden now he is unable to perform sexually with Andy. It just doesn't make sense. But, you know, like I said, this is typical Tyler writing to forget storylines and have all these damn plot holes and have the viewers trying to figure out what happened because he never completely deals with a storyline before he creates another one. It's, it's just is is lunacy at this at this point. So Andy has Fatima call what's his name Robin to have them switch restaurants to go to another place. And I'm thinking to myself, Fatima, why do you act like you're Andy's personal assistant? You're not. You're her assistant at work. All of this stuff she be doing after hours, you gonna pay me? Bump pay me. I ain't gonna do it. I'm not calling to reschedule. I'm not calling your friends to let them know you're going to be running late. No, Andy is just a poor ass friend up and down. There's just no way. There's just no way. And so I don't even understand why Fatima, it seems like she continually pushes this friend word, 
And I talked about this last week with her and Andy. And I'm like, baby girl, you do not want to be Andy's friend. You don't even want her to consider you a friend because she doesn't even treat the friends right who's been in her life 15, 16 years. That is not someone who you want to deal with. She No, at all. Just no. <sighs> so Gary asked her where they going, where she going, why she dressed like that. She said she wanted to change the clothes. He said, I didn't ask you. But the moment he asked her where she was going, I knew instantly that his crazy, psychotic ass was going to pop up. We already knew. I, we, we already knew. Ain't... Anyway, at the restaurant, I'm done with them. <laughs> I'm done with them. Lo and behold, you know, Gary pops up at the end of the other episode, and that was it. But I just don't want to deal with them. They make my blood boil. So at the restaurant, so Sabrina, well, I'll come back to that. So Sabrina is sitting down, and this guy approaches her. I said, oh, he looks like her type, light skin, tattoos, you know, all that good stuff. And so he said that his name was El Fuego, and that, you know, we found out he was a dancer, and he knew the girls, I believe, from college. And um, he used to be this fat kid with acne. And, you know, uh, Sabrina was just so shocked that he looked so different. And he sat down for a while and told uh, Sabrina that he and somebody else, which I believe is Jacoby, we'll get into that in a minute, um, were going to this uh, bachelorette party. And I'm like, Tyler, why do you, it is okay for Sabrina to be a little ditzy. You know, I have a ditzy friend as well. I love, ain't nothing wrong with him. Ain't nothing wrong with him. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with them. Ain't nothing wrong with having a ditzy friend. You know, some of us have them. But I'm like, you act like Sabrina just has no sense. Oh, you're going to a bachelorette party, huh? Are you a singer? What? I said, you know, <laughs> a singer at a bachelorette party, Sabrina. Come on, sis. Get with it. Get with it, Sabrina. You're not, you're not that. You're not that. I don't want to say the word, but you're not that, Sabrina. You know, you got more sense than that. But anyway, you know, he was like, I'm a dancer. You know, he works at this, I believe the um, the club is called Club Eden or something like that. And so in my mind, I said, hmm, I said, I wonder if Tyler is going to put um, the, his new show, um, All the Queen's Men and Sisters in the same universe, which he is because I found out the dude that, that's El Fuego is a dancer on the new show uh, that's going to be starring Eva. He's going to be on the show. So I'm assuming sisters and um, the show, they're going to be in the same universe. And I believe that Jacoby is a dancer as well. We know that Sky, you know, he's a dancer or was a dancer in real life. But I think he is going to be an exotic dancer too now that he done got fired from this bank. And he got the body for it. He got the face for it. He got everything for it. And I'm just happy because I think we're actually going to see Jacoby and El Fuego dance so I'm looking forward to that I am looking forward to that episode whenever it does air so Sabrina and you know she has been joined by Danny and Karen um at the restaurant and they're waiting for Andy of course so um Sabrina and <laughs> Sabrina and Karen Sabrina and Karen asked Danny if she broke up with Preston because she has on her thirst trap dress I said that's a thirst trap dress what the hell is that it halfway looked like a communion dress if it was a little longer. I'm just like, what? Is, I don't know what Danny have on. I don't know, but that's her thirst trap dress. And, you know, they were not lying because, you know, we all know that Danny is dealing with some internal things when it comes to her and Preston. And I'm guessing that was her way to maybe, you know, get some attention from other men or to take her mind off what's going on with Preston. Instead of just being honest, I'd rather her just be honest with him instead of her, you know, degrading him or making him feel like, 
you know, she's just irritated or bothered with him when he's honestly done nothing wrong. So, Karen asked the ladies if anything interesting happened to them. And Sabrina and Danny are kind of looking at her confused and concerned because it's like, no, this should something have happened. And she was like, well, I'll let you, I'll let y'all know when Danny, excuse me, when Andy gets here. And so they kind of gave a look like, oh hell, they knew shit was finna hit the fan whenever Andy came in because there's already this tension between Andy and Karen. And on top of that, something has happened that they don't know about. And so when Andy arrives, Karen, let me tell y'all something. Karen is better than me. Because I would not have apologized for what I said, nor how I said it. I would have meant everything. Don't get me wrong. There are times that I have said something, and in the manner in which I said was foul, but I meant what I said. My intention was it for not to be displayed that way. But in Karen's situation, I felt she was warranted to say what she had to say. I didn't think it was wrong. It was foul. This is how I feel. And I think the thing with Karen is that, you know, when she was when she was telling Andy like don't marry him, Andy tell him no. I didn't take it as her trying to tell her what to do. You can sense, you could, you could feel, you could hear the hurt in her voice because it's like you're my friend, and we all know that Andy and Karen are closer closer to they to the other girls, closer to each other, excuse me, than they are to the other girls. And I've always and we don't know why, but I've always felt that Karen knows so much more about Andy and her being abused in college than the other girls do, even though they are aware that these things did happen to Andy. And I feel that that's why she is so protective of her. And I'm just like, you know, we all have those friends. I have, I have certain friends in my life who I know have been abused or mistreated in such a crazy way. And so you tend to be more protective of those individuals. And then you have to sometimes just let shit go because I know me, I'm at a place in my life where you know, when Sabrina told uh, Karen that she was wrong for leaving, I'm like, no, sis, that's your opinion. I don't feel like Karen was wrong for leaving. Now, if somebody said, you know, what's two plus two and someone said five. Now, that's wrong. And that's based on fact. But to tell someone they're wrong based on your own opinions and your own perceptions. No, I don't like that. But obviously, Karen felt like she was wrong for leaving. And so for that, she apologized. And I'm like, no, baby, you better than me because at this point in my life, I do not like chaos, drama, nor confusion. And I can't be around stuff like that. Like the way my my mind set up right now, I don't have the patience for it. Y'all been done seeing me on the news like, damn, it's a damn shame what Alicia did. <laughs> like, yeah, because I just, I can't, I can't function in dysfunction. And I don't, and I think that it has become such a, um, a normality now, dysfunction, that people, you know, they, they choose to thrive in that. I don't understand how people function in that. So I'm like, nah, I don't agree that Karen was wrong in, in the least bit. So she asked Andy, like, don't you don't you owe me an apology too? So the girl's looking like, no, she really don't. Like, apologize to you for what? And so Karen was like, oh, you don't know. And so she brought out the paperwork, you know, the subpoena to show up in court because, you know, Jasmine was uh, suing Andy for um, alienation of affection. And she listed all of them as, um, oh, God, what you call them? Oh, I can't think of the word right now. Um, I don't know. Y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. She listed the women as something. I can't think of it. I can't think of the, I can't think of the word right now. Um, but it was like, you know, now your friends are getting caught up in your bull crap. And so Karen was like, no, nah, the, most, the most interesting thing is further. Keep reading, Andy. 
You know what I'm saying? The wife is in jail because she shot Gary and held you at gunpoint. And so Sabrina was like, is Gary okay? And <laughs> Danny kind of looked like, do we even give a damn? Is he dead? Like, we don't care if he's alive nor dead. And it wouldn't hurt if he was gone. You know, that's how I took what Danny, you know, what Danny did. And I just felt like, you know, Sabrina was like, when were you going to tell us? And Andy, oh, I was going to tell you. No, you were not. You were not going to tell these women that Jasmine broke into your house, shot Gary with the little pellet or whatever it was, and and held you at gunpoint and put all of you guys' life in danger. You weren't going to tell them that because Andy still has not told the girls about the situation in the um, parking garage where Fatima had to pull out her gun because Andy was getting her ass beat. So I'm like, no, you keep so much stuff from these women. Like, I th- I just think Andy is a poor excuse of a friend. And it's hard for me to, when I'm watching the show, it's hard for me to really look at her as like, you just a trash ass person. Up and down. I know a lot of people give a lot of grief to Karen, but I'm like, at the end of the day, I just feel like when it comes to friendship, when it comes to all of that stuff, Andy is the absolute worst because she's doing things to keep people. She could potentially put these women in danger. And I'm like, I just don't, I just don't understand her values when it comes to friendship and, and secrecy and stuff like that. She just, you know, I just don't like that. So let's deal with, oh, let me finish them. This is why I said another reason Andy is a poor ass excuse of a friend. You canceled lunch with the women. You invited them out to dinner and well, we all supposed to meet for dinner. You changed it up, letting them know that you're going to be late. And on top of that, you scheduled what you claim as a business meeting with Robin. And we know damn well, that is not a business meeting. You went out because you find this man attractive and it was a way for you to get some male attention. That's exactly what it was. So when, (laughs) so when Robin comes up, you know, he entered, you know, hi, you know, whatever. And Andy introduced them. Karen didn't even turn her head. She was like, hi. I was like, I think these girls are just so done with Andy ass. And so, you know, she went, she was like, I got us a table in the back. When Robin, I don't even care about their conversation. When Robin stated, you know, um, let's go get a drink back at my hotel. I said, what? Wait, wait, wait. Time out. First of all, Andy has only known you for a day. A day. Has has just met you. (sighs) Women and men, if anybody invites you to their hotel room, they are not there to have drinks. They are not there to watch TV. Okay? They are there to have sex. Period. That's all it is. They're there to have sex. And I just felt like the moment that Robin said that, um, meeting is adjourned. Meeting is over because you just disrespected me. You just tried me. Now, if we if you go back to season two, was it season two? Or season one. I can't remember right now. Well, it was season one when she had the situation with Morris. And it was like, you know, everybody basically think you swept your way to the top. Everybody around, you know, thinks so little of you. And I'm just like, it, it it continues. This man don't know you from a can of paint. And he's already invited you back to his hotel room. And the fact that anyway, I, I, I don't know what you're saying to me. What? I said, Tyler, you write these women as if they are so dumb. As if they have no knowledge of when someone is, you know, trying to take advantage of them or when someone is trying them or someone is disrespecting them and they're living in la la land. Like they have no earthly idea, you know what I'm saying about what's going on. So she was like, you know, I'm good or whatever. And she continued to stays. She stays and continues to talk to him. She told him that he's very attractive because he told her that she has a nice mouth. She said, you do too. See, we are, we've already crossed the line. 
the line has already been crossed. So they're still talking and, you know, Gary pops up and I'm just like, good, good, Gary. You should be mad because she'll pay both of y'all lying to each other. I just found it funny how the girls was watching the whole thing. The girls didn't say nothing. They didn't get up when they saw Gary. They just watching like Nick pass the popcorn. This finna be a show. And I'm just like, you know, I just, it's so irritating. But anyway, speaking of irritating, let's get to Fatima, Zach and Hayden. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I think Hayden is so cute. I think he's just a little cute little, you know, he made me think of one of my little friends like, yo, you're just so cute, cute, cute. That's how I look at him. But anyway, he is, he's still an asshole. So this is the thing I want to talk about when it comes to them. It's the fact that I feel, and if there is a Zatima fan, not a Fatima, because I'm cool with Fatima, Zatima, who just all up in Fatima's and Zach's ass, and this whatever it is they got going on. This is what I always say. Please tell me why Fatima gets praised for the exact same things people crucified Karen for. People got met, oh, uh, Karen talked down on him. Karen, Fatima has several times within her situation, whatever she got going on with Zach, has talked down to Zach, has called Zach out of his name, has said so much stuff, and she doesn't get, you know, she doesn't get the backlash. I think last night, and I haven't been on the forums and stuff like that, but I think I saw five posts. I'm talking about Twitter and Facebook included. I saw five posts that was like, no, why is Fatima coming at Zach this way? Why is she talking to him like that in front of Hayden? Now, my thing is I agree with them. I agree with them. I felt like whatever Fatima needed to say to um, Hayden should have been said between her and Hayden, especially whatever she needed to say between her and Zach should have been between her and Zach. I do not believe that she should have been checking Zach in any way in front of Hayden, especially when Hayden was like, you really um, feeling this nigga like that? And she said, no, I'm pissed at you like that. And then we see Zach's confused ass shaking, nodding his head. Yes, like, yeah, she feeling me like that. But Fatima just said no in front of Hayden, which lets Hayden know, okay, you just a sex thing. You ain't no different than what she had with me. So in that moment, I'm trying to figure out why was Zach so cool? <laughs> I'm like, okay, what is going on here? Because I just felt like it was foul as hell for, for Fatima to do <clears throat> excuse me, what she did in that moment. Cause I'm just like, why did both of them have to be there? And Heffa, why are you dressed like that? Why you got on this night, this your little situation, you know what I'm saying? In front of Hayden. I don't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. I just felt like, wow, this is so interesting to me because I remember the episode with Karen and Aaron and um, Zach, when Zach approached, uh, Karen and Aaron when he saw them kiss for the first time and Aaron checked Karen for how she was speaking to Zach Hayden didn't do nothing but sit down loud because Fatima was going off on both of them and I saw people the yeah, yeah Fatima tell Hayden off I'm like no he she told both of them off she called both of them MFs and told both of them to get the F out of her house that's what she said to them both and let's not let's not people ain't said I ain't hear nobody say nothing like this when Fatima came out of her room and baby girl had changed in her dress, Fatima was going out to get some. Zach was still there. She was like, like, oh, you still here? Like, oh, okay, well, hell, I ain't got to go out no more. I could just, you know, get this was laid around. And I'm just like, <clears throat> excuse me, help me to understand. You know, I'm still trying to understand the fascination with Fatima and Zach 
when Fatima has clearly, I feel, overstepped on many situations. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, why does she get off? Why does that character get off on talking down to Zach, calling Zach out his name? Because this is the second man. Let's not get it twisted. This is the second man that Fatima has played Zach in front of. Old dude who she went out with when Zach was talking about the dude jacket or whatever, and everybody thought it was funny. And Fatima was like, like, you can laugh, but his jacket costs more than what you got on the anything you got in that bag of yours. I said, well, damn, Fatima. <laughs> Tell us how you feel, sis. So I'm like, this is the second man she done played Zach in front of. You know, Fatima mouth is lethal when she, like, she said she crazy. She not already pro, she already warned. So I feel like that was a, um... Something, yeah, Zach might see that other side, but we see in the preview, Zach is telling her not to trust him because he effed up. And I'm just like, what the, they just confuse me. Like, honestly, they really just confuse me, really. But let me go back, because I want to talk about Sabrina and this whole situation with Jacoby. So, up until this point, no one knew that she had sex with him until, excuse me, except Danny. So when Andy comes and she's telling Andy, you know, about what happened, she said, we had a situation. I'm like, what does that mean? If it wasn't for Danny telling Andy that Sabrina hooked up with Jacoby, I'm like, she wouldn't have known. If, and Sabrina, <clears throat> excuse me, Sabrina keeps stating, he came on to me. He came on to me. And I'm like, Sabrina, so what? So what he came on to you? Men and women come on to each other all the time. The truth of the matter is, sis, you had sex with him. And another truth of the matter is, Jacoby has not done anything to you that you didn't ask him to do. When you asked him to leave, he left. He called his Uber and he left. You literally told Jacoby that y'all weren't going to have sex, but he can lay on top of you. Come on, sis, what? We grown. What, what, what are you doing? You willingly... Had sex with Jacoby. Now, don't like I said, he's foul as hell for doing what he's doing. But I'm just like, why do? You, why is she using the excuse he came on to me? He came on to me as if that's a justifiable. Like I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It just it does not make sense to me. Not in the least bit at all. I really don't understand it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's going on. I just really didn't understand it. This episode, like I said, I just I just was not feeling this episode at all. I wasn't feeling it. I just felt like this was an episode that was just thrown together. And it just didn't make sense. Like, it, it wasn't even a lot going on. It To me, it was just like, what is happening? Why, why is this scene here? What's going on? I don't, I, I don't understand. I just feel like, you know... It, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. I just, um, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. I'm truly at a loss for words because I just felt like it was just really nothing. <clears throat> it was just really nothing going on. I wonder if Sabrina and Danny had known what happened the night before this, you know, thrown together wedding if they would have responded like Karen did, even though Karen didn't know about the situation at that moment, I felt like if they knew, would they have responded like Karen? You know, what What would you have done? So it's just, you know, I, like I said, <laughs> this episode was, it was trash. I, you know, it, it was just trash. It was very hard for me to get into it. 
Um, I did have some people who asked me some questions. These, these might be more fun than actually doing the Durham review. So I've been talking for 27 minutes. So I might do, t- um, I might do two questions from, um, last night episode. Um, so one person asked the way that Fatima came at Hayden for Zach. Do you think that has something to do with how she really feels about Zach? Um, <clears throat> Honestly, I felt like Fatima was standing up for righteousness in a sense. I think she was doing what um, any other person would have done, not because she has feelings for Zach like that, but I think it was because she knew that Hayden was doing him dirty, was doing him foul, and she didn't like that. I didn't like it either. You know what I'm saying? I, I, my whole thing is this. You know, Zach has never done anything to Hayden personally, so the fact that Hayden is just so gung-ho on you know, blocking this opportunity for Zach. That's not something that I'm fond of. So I don't blame her for doing what she did. Now, the way she executed that didn't make any sense to me. Why he had to come over to your house and why she was dressed like that. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, you know, looking at the show for and just looking at it for what it is, it's like Fatima playing more games than anybody else on the show. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, that's how I feel about it. I don't think it had anything to do with her personal or romantic feelings for Zach. I just think she was standing up for, you know, doing what is is right. That's how I looked at that. <clears throat> okay, the other question was, do I feel <laughs> do I feel the the viewers are being too hard on Gary? Hell no. No, I don't think that the viewers are being too hard on Gary. We all can see that there is something wrong here. <laughs> all of us see it except Andy. You know what I'm saying? There's something wrong here. We can't quite put our fingers on it because, it, you know, the way that Tyler is writing it. But we know something. We know this is not on the up and up. We know that there is an issue. He's playing some game. I don't know what that game is. I don't know how he is benefiting from it. A lot of people think that um, Gary is after Andy's money. He has way more money than, than Andy. Even with this little, what she had, one point something or $2 million, whatever it was, he still got more money than her. So to go to this extreme to get money from Andy, it does not make sense. It does not make sense. Um, we see that uh, what's his name, Aaron is. <clears throat> excuse me. We see that Aaron is shown in the preview, and you know he's telling um, Karen that he's thinking about her right now. He he walks up to her, I guess to you know let her know or let him feel his heart on or whatever. But I'm like that's cute and everything, but we need to know where you went, sir. We need to know where you went before y'all get all lovey-dovey and and, have, and having these, you know, uh, memories of, of the night before. We need to know where the hell you went. So I'm not happy. Uh-uh. It was cute. I did like it. But I want to know, where did you go, sir? Where did you go? Because we, we don't know that. We we don't know. Um, <clears throat> FYI, people, please stop. Uh, please. Please stop inboxing me about what happened to... Um, Karen's money who used her credit card please please I beg of you please we may never know the exact person all we know is that it was a client of hers who took her card and signed Zach's name why she did it who she is we may never know and that's just something baby yeah we just gonna have to live with <laughs> that is the top question I'm well did they ever say who did who took her money yeah they said they just didn't show so that is my I'm not answering that. I'm gonna just ignore you. So if you ask me that, I'm sorry, I ain't coming for you. I'm just saying, watch the show, please. Cause we all know the same thing. 
She watched the footage. It was a it was a, a client of hers. Depend based on what Danny said, Karen didn't seem too unhappy or oh that's such and such. She didn't say the name. We don't know, sis, sis and bros. We don't know. We don't know. Okay, we just don't. I've been talking for thirty one minutes, and um yeah, I'm done with this. I just uh p- but please help me out. You as a team of fan. Please tell me what's the difference between what, what Karen did to Zach and what Andy, excuse me, and what Fatima has done to Zach. And the thing about it is Fatima coming at Zach, she has no history with him. And the fact, and I, I'm so sick and tired of them having sex. Like, God, I don't even want to see, I don't want to see them do nothing no more this in the rest of this series. Because every episode, I, I'm all for getting your back blown out, okay? I'm all for it. But it. Can we see some depth to them? And there may not be any depth to them. And that's perfectly fine. And sex may be all that they have. Um, oh, this was a question. This may be very controversial. <clears throat> but I'm going to answer it anyway. And I'm just going to give what I got to say about it. And what you got to say about it, you can respond to. Um, someone asked me, do I think that there should be more screen time for uh, Fatima and Zach because they feel that Fatima and Zach um, is what's making the show right now. And I could not disagree more. I feel like this is just me. If you feel like Zach and Fatima are holding this show, I really have to question a lot of things (laughs) because what the hell is going on with them? Like, I, I feel like what is, how are they making the show? I don't get it. I don't get it. I think they're getting the adequate time that they need. I do not want to see more of them. If there was more depth to what is going on between Fatima and Zach, then yes, I would love to see it. But because I know in almost every scene is going to end up with them having sex, I have nothing to look forward to. At least with Sabrina and Jacoby, we don't know what's really going to happen. We see that he shows up, you know, next week to her place. And I'm like, Sabrina, stop letting these people come to your damn house. Like, that situation is too sensitive for him to even be anywhere near her. Like, I don't even understand why he's there or why she has allowed him to even come in to converse with her. I, I really don't know. But like I stated, if there was something more exciting going on with Fatima and Zach, then maybe. But because there isn't, I don't, I think we're seeing enough of them, to be perfectly honest. Um, also, I think I, I think I answered this before, but somebody asked me about a Fatima spinoff. <clears throat> I wouldn't watch it. I'm just being honest. I wouldn't watch it. I think that uh, Crystal does a great job portraying Fatima and sisters, but I would not want to see a whole show that is based on her. I I don't think I would be interested at all. So, I mean, if that's what you want to see and that's what you like, more power to you, but I don't see that. I just don't, I don't, I haven't seen enough of her acting to say that, yeah, I really do think that it would be great to, you know, create something that's centered around her. Um, I just haven't seen her talent really be displayed like that in sisters. And that go for everybody. Um, especially KJ and, um, Ebony and all like, I've really watched their stuff cause they're in a lot of stuff. And I just don't think that the depth of what they can bring, like, I just don't, I think Tyler writes down. So I think they act down, but all of them are amazing except a few that I don't really care for, but I'm not going to go there right now. But for the most part, um, they're all super talented and I just think Sisters does not do a great of a job at um, exploiting just how great of a talent they really are. And so I'm going to leave with that. It's 35 minutes, going to 36 minutes. I thank you guys for um, for listening. And um, 
I will holler at y'all later. Until next time, y'all be safe out there. Bye.